everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the Paralegal Voice here on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Jill Francisco, an advanced certified paralegal and president of NALA, the Paralegal Association, and co-host of the Paralegal Voice. And today is double the fun as you have both hosts of the Paralegal Voice today. Should we warn our listeners that they've got two of us today? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should have (laughs) in advance. (laughs) I'm Carl Morrison, and I'm your host also with the Paralegal Voice. And today we're here reporting sort of as a precursor to NALA's 45th annual conference that's coming up. It's also known as the 2020 NALA Conference at Home. Due to the pandemic and to ensure the safety and health of our attendees of NALA, NALA's conference went virtual, which is a first for any paralegal association to do. And I know we're really excited about this conference. Yeah, Carl, you you know I'm excited, and I've been uh, everybody at NALA has been working hard for the 2020 NALA conference at home, and all I could say is you do not want to miss it. I mean, register today, and you can register all the way up to the beginning of the conference, which is July 9th. There will also be a link to the registration posted in the notes to this show, but if you can't wait, visit NALA.org under the Education tab to register today. So like Carl said, not this is NALA's first ever 100% virtual conference. It will be held July 9th through the 11th, all online, easy access from your home, office, whatever you choose to be, you know, at the beach. I mean, I don't know. You know, (laughs) there's so many options. There's so many options. And the price is right. $99 for NILA members, $149 for non-members. I know Carl was given that two thumbs up. (laughs) Four thumbs up because that was like, holy moly, what a deal. I mean, you're getting 11, about 11 hours. Am I right, Jill? And and CLE for it. So yeah. And like Carl said, 11 possible CLE hours. And actually there's 30 sessions to choose from because we have um, sessions going on simultaneously. So something for everyone. And here's just an example of some of the things we're going to have. If you're getting ready to take the CP exam, we're going to have nine CP review sessions, including the essay writing for the skills portion of the exam, which is always uh, welcomed, I think, skills of an indispensable, indispensable paralegal, dementia and the courts, being secure in an insecure world. I mean, we all need that. <laughs> Hot issues in employment law, which we have, uh, we're going to really elaborate on that today, immigration and human trafficking, and much, much more. NALA is also offering free access to the business meeting. So if you don't, you know, you don't need the CLE for some reason, we would still love for you to connect and, you know, get registered and register for the free meetings, which would include the annual membership meeting, the annual meeting of the NALA Affiliated Associations. We also are going to have two board of directors meetings. And also it'll be a celebration of the installation of the officers for the upcoming uh, year for the board of directors. Those are all free to attend. So just visit NALA's website website to register. You'll see a different link for that, but it's very easy. And we hope that if you don't want the CLE, that you'll at least register for those free things. We're also going to have, which I know that Carl is a pro at these already. I've been taking notes, Carl. We also have the social happy hour events. (laughs) You know, as soon as I was going to say that, you know what I was talking about. They're going to be held every day upon completion of the CLE sessions. And, you know, we want to try to provide platforms for the conference attendees to connect and uh, network. And speaking of connecting and networking, 
and I know this is a favorite. I know Carl has it downloaded. When you register to attend the 2020 NILA Conference at Home, you will get access to the conference app. The conference app is so awesome. Am I right, Carl? I will tell you, the second I was able to download and get on the app, I immediately started playing the game. The app has the whole gamification. And unfortunately, I'm only 15 in the, the ranking. There's 15 people ahead of me. They beat me. <laughs> Darn it. You got, you'll be on it. You'll be on it. It's early. <laughs> and so that's another platform that provides for attendees to interact with each other to interact with our digital exhibitors and with NILA headquarters. The app will be very heavily used to keep conference attendees informed and connected. So again, please don't miss out on this wonderful CLE opportunity to see what NILA is about. This is going to be groundbreaking. Plus, let's be honest, this is a tremendous value for high quality education from the leading paralegal association. So Carl, I know you're registered and ready to go, but just in case I haven't convinced our listeners to attend, please share with our listeners what you are looking forward to at the 2020 NILA Conference at Home. Well, I know that one of the things that if you didn't register in time to get the care package, I mean, because yeah, <laughs> it's sorry. awesome. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm still waiting for my care package. That, that's what I'm really excited besides the conference about getting. And I know there's all sorts of gadgets and gasmos and things in the care package. And thank you to Nala for putting that together for the attendees. But even if you didn't, if you haven't registered yet, get on and register today. I will tell you, there are several sessions that I'm so excited about. I am relatively new to the employment law arena within the past three and a half years working uh, where I work today. Uh, That's where I've started branching into. And I love, love, love employment law. And there's some sessions and our guest today is going to be speaking on employment law things. We'll talk about that in a second. But there's other sessions like the cannabis law sessions that I can't wait to do. I live in a state, Nevada, that legalizes marijuana. And I want to attend those sessions and hear more about uh, some of the impacts from the federal level as well. A session that I'm really, really excited about is the Willow Project. And I'm not going to give anything away about this session. You need to get on. You need to register. You need to attend. If there's not any other session that you're going to attend, attend the Willow Project. So get on. You don't want to miss that one. I'm excited to hear and know that we're going to be doing social happy hours, virtual happy hours. For those that follow me on social media, you have probably seen me posting pictures about uh, through the course of this pandemic being locked down at home. Actually, that's how I've kept in contact with a lot of different people. I've actually been invited to other paralegal mixers across the country. And I'm excited to do this with being able to get with People not, that I only get to see once a year because of the yeah. NALA conferences, but I'll at least get a chance to still see them this year. May not be able to <laughs> hug them in person, but at least I'll get to see them virtually and connect with. And who knows, maybe I'll set up my own little post mixer through Zoom and invite people to come. So um, I, I think that this opportunity is amazing. I know that many people have registered, many, many people have registered, yes. and there's still plenty of room. So you really, really don't want to miss this. Again, this is like first time ever. So I know I'm excited. I know Jill's excited. I know a lot of paralegals 
that are friends of mine and that have connected with me through social media that have just recently registered. They've never attended an ALA conference before, and they've done it because this opportunity is groundbreaking. Right, Jill? I mean, yep. Perfect. And I, and it, well, and that's it. You know, we're making the best out of, out of this um, situation. And the opportunity that the virtual platform presents is unbelievable. I mean, this is going to connect Nala's education, you know, and just in general, Nala's impact on the paralegal profession to many, many paralegals that have not had the opportunity in the past to experience anything, Nala. So, yes, there is, like Carl said, there is plenty of room. So come on down. We cannot <laughs> wait. We're super excited. And for nothing else, just as a side note, there's going to be a recording studio that's going to be set up in my house for the three days. And I'm going to be going live at certain times and when I run the meetings. And oh, you don't even want to know what I have planned. It's so much silliness and craziness (laughs) that please just attend for the entertainment factor. It's going to be worth it. I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) I know. I know. All right. Well, I think we need to take a short commercial break at this moment. Jill, we're going to come back with our special guests, right? Yes, can't wait. All right. Stay tuned. tuned. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry. Connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Legal Inc. Legal Inc. is empowering paralegals to embrace their inner legal rock star by automating the everyday tasks that hold them back. Through their free dashboard solution, paralegals can quickly and easily automate services like business formations, corporate filings, registered agent services, and more. Visit LegalInc.com to create a free account and check out LegalInc.com forward slash podcast for a chance to win Legal Rockstar Swag. Welcome back on The Paralegal Voice. We have a very special guest on today's show. Today we have Brian Moore, a partner of Dinsmore & Scholl, LLP, practicing in labor and employment law. I have had the privilege of being Brian's paralegal for the past couple of years, but we have known each other for many more. Brian will be presenting a couple exciting sessions during the 2020 NILA Conference at Home hot issues in employment law, and interviewing techniques, do's and don'ts. Both sessions are a definitely can't miss. But today, Brian is going to give our listeners a little teaser on what they can expect if they attend the session on hot issues and employment law. Thanks, Jill and Carl. It's great to be on the show. And like you, I'm super excited for the first ever virtual conference. Uh, You mentioned hot topics in employment law. And when I first agreed to be a speaker, it was way back in 2019, which seems like a decade ago now. And here we are (laughs) midway through 2020. And because of COVID-19 and everything else, there's definitely a lot to talk about in terms of employment law. Yeah, who would who would have known what we would have gotten ourselves into in 2020? So yes, Brian, you mentioned COVID-19. It's definitely having an impact on the labor and employment law um, now and for probably a few years to come. I'm sure your conference session includes information regarding the emergency temporary leave laws. Could you please talk to our listeners a little bit about these new laws? 
Sure. Uh, when this whole pandemic hit back in March, one of the first acts of Congress was to enact some emergency sick leave laws to protect employees affected in some way by the virus. What is historic about that is this is the first time that there's ever been federally mandated paid sick leave. We did have the Family Medical Leave Act of 1993, but it never mandated paid sick leave. It only mandated unpaid leave, and it only applied to employers with 50 or more employees. These new emergency sick leave laws apply to all employers with less than 500 employees. In some, basically, uh, Jill and Carl, it provides two weeks of sick leave for COVID-19 related reasons. It also provides up to 12 weeks of emergency FMLA leave for school-related closures or loss of child care providers due to COVID-19. These are temporary laws. They do expire on December 31st, 2020, mm. but they are going to continue to be very important throughout this year. So quick question. I know I've applied for the Family Medical Leave Act twice, I guess, when I had my son, J.D. I, I you know, used that in combination with short-term disability. And then uh, when my husband broke his leg, I did Family Medical Leave Act. So do you go about the same way, kind of applying for the uh, new emergency temporary, you know, the temporary leave acts? Or how do you, how do you go about applying? Yeah, you would apply in the same way. Um, there's different documentation involved with the Emergency Family Medical Leave Act. And again, remember, it applies to all employers, not just the 50 or more employee employers like the um, uh, 1993 FMLA. But you're going to have to show documentation, perhaps, of a school-related closure. You know, in a state where there was an executive order closing schools, that's pretty easy to provide that documentation. So, you know, that, that's a, a, I work for a large corporation, and that was a major thing that uh, came out was this particular, you know, law. And even a lot of companies, and you can tell me otherwise, Brian, but a lot of companies have even gone above and beyond what the federal law says in the way of providing the paid time off and giving even additional time on top of that. Are you seeing that with some of your clients that you work with? Or is that something kind of more on the West Coast um, out here? <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. I think in 2020, we're kind of in uncharted territory. And even those new emergency sick leave laws, there are some exceptions to those, including perhaps the people who need it most, people working for healthcare providers and things like that, those providers can exempt their employees because they're essential and right. we, can't, we can't do without them right now. However, many of my clients I know have gone above and beyond even what the new law has said in making accommodations and providing leave to employees. We're, we're like you said a minute ago, we're in, in charted, uncharted waters right now. And it's, we're learning as we're going on a lot of different things in the employment law arena. And we'll talk about a particular Supreme Court decision that came out recently in a minute. But we're kind of from the company side, the business side, and I'm sure your clients probably would agree, we're doing this every day. We're learning this as we're going and we're trying to apply these and we're trying to figure out how we can make sure that we ensure our employees are taken care of and are safe and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I've been using the phrase best practices a lot because right now sometimes it's hard to give definitive answers to people, but we can engage in best practices in trying to promote safety and keep employees safe and things like that. 
Yeah, I think that's, I was just going to say just what, echo what Carl said. I mean, it changes, I think, day by day, it seems, you know, and to keep up on all that and, you know, what might even be a best practice today may not be, you know, it may change in a couple of weeks depending on, you know, what's going on with the pandemic. We as paralegals and, and the attorneys that we support and work for, we're all in the same boat. We're yeah. all, you know, <laughs> swimming as frantically as we can to keep our heads above water with everything that's happening on a daily basis. So it's, it's exciting times. A... I guess that's bad thing, <laughs> bad word to say, but it's exciting times. I was going to say it's a heck of a crazy boat. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, well, I think we need to take another short commercial break and we'll be right back with more from our special guest, Brian Moore. This episode of The Paralegal Voice is brought to you by courtfiling.net, your solution for electronic filing in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas. Courtfiling.net provides a better e-filing experience so you can spend more time helping clients. Because they know that work sometimes happens after hours, courtfiling.net offers 24-7 phone, email, and chat support. Visit courtfiling.net to receive 30 days of unlimited free electronic filings and see how you too can e-file court documents with ease. NALA offers continuing education, professional development, and voluntary certification for all paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Credential has been awarded to more than 19,000 paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Program is also the first paralegal certification program accredited by the National Commission for Certifying Agencies. NALA works actively with all those in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. Learn more about NALA at www.nala.org. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. We're here with Brian Moore, and you guys have probably been listening and going, gosh, this is a great show, and gosh, i got to register for the NALA conference. But to be honest, Brian... I'm really, I have to admit, I'm really, really excited about the employment law sessions that you're going to be speaking on. And one of the areas that um, is a big thing is the LGBTQ rights and specifically the recent Supreme Court decision that came down in the Bostock versus Clayton County, Georgia matter. And for those that may not even recognize the case name, this has to deal with the Title VII decision regarding discrimination in the workplace and basically on specifically on sexual orientation and discrimination on sexual orientation. Brian, with all the protests that's been going around the country and racial inequalities, how do you think all these particular decisions that are coming down and, and what's happening in our country, how do you think these recent developments have impacted companies and firms approach the diversity and inclusion initiatives, you know, do you think companies and firms are now really starting to take more stock and looking inward that they can provide better diversity and inclusion initiatives? Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, and I can't speak for all companies out there, but hopefully people aren't just going to talk. They're going to put some action with it. Right. And I think we're going to see a lot more in terms of trainings and implicit bias trainings and things like that in the workplace. That's just the, the social upheaval in 2020 is just one more thing that is going to impact employment law, I think, for years to come. I mean, this 2020 has been crazy <laughs> as far as how I think employment law is going to change over the next few years. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's really amazing times that we're living in. And to be able to learn as we're going and grow as we're going, you know, especially when it comes to the diversity and inclusion in our country. And, you know, 
speaking specifically on the sexual orientation, the particular Supreme Court decision that came down on with dealing with Title VII, you know, do you think that we've seen the last of the lawsuits regarding discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation? Well, no. If I had to guess, I would say at least for the next couple of years, there'll be even more lawsuits because now with this, and make no mistake, this is a landmark decision. This will be remembered for years and years to come. And I was going to talk, you know, originally on this issue. However, we did, had no idea that the United <laughs> States Supreme Court, we suspected they would rule in time for us to talk about it in July of 2020, but they did. Um, and now it's definitive that Title VII, you know, protects on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. So I think people who may have thought six months ago, I don't have, maybe I don't have a lawsuit. Well, now they know I definitely have a lawsuit. So I think that there will be an uptick at least for a couple of years in, in lawsuits under this, you say new law, it's not really a new law. They just sure. interpreted into the existing law, that word sex, um, which has been on the books since 1964. This was the trend. I think that it's, it's not that much of a surprise the Supreme Court ruled this way. Some federal courts had already ruled this way in the past. So it's not a huge surprise. Maybe it's a huge surprise who ruled which way as far as the justices go. <laughs> definitely. <And> that's <laughs> that's De a great... Let's say definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's a great follow-up question that I wanted to ask you about. When you found out Justice Gorsuch was the one that was the lead author on the opinion, and one that everyone pretty much had considered to be a very conservative voice, were you? what was your take when the, the decision came out and you went, whoa, Gorsuch was the one that actually authored this opinion? Yeah, I think uh, like everyone else, I mean, there's kind of two surprises there. <laughs> one, that he voted the way he did, and then two, that he wrote the decision. And it maybe not as big a surprise with Roberts, so I think that was a huge surprise to everyone. I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> hey, you know, Carl, when I was in, in law school, one of the first, I didn't grow up with lawyers or, or <laughs> around people who practice law or, or paralegals or anyone like that. And when I was in law school, it was kind of a shock to me to see that you could kind of predict how Supreme Court decisions would come out based on political party. So mm -hmm. I think regardless of what side anyone is on on any issue, it's always refreshing to see decisions that you can't necessarily predict right. who's going to vote each way. Right. I agree 110%. And I'm happy to hear that you didn't grow up in a legal family. I unfortunately grew up with a mother that was a legal secretary when I was a child and went back and became a paralegal and then went back and became a lawyer. So I grew up in the law. So wow. <laughs> I tried to run away from it. No, there was no getting away from that. There was no getting away from that. You didn't have to have all those reality checks like I had. Right. <laughs> I wanted to mention where Brian was talking about, and I know Carl was mentioned, you know, who would have thought, you know, what was coming down the pike here in uh, 2020. And back in um, October of 2019, I proposed to the board of directors that we form a task force to create a diversity, equity, inclusion aspect to NILA. I felt like that it was important. It was something that I personally wanted to see within the organization. And when you were asking about companies and things like that, I mean, I think that's been the trend that, you know, I mean, it's even going to, like I said, even be more emphasized and I think continue. But I think even back then you could see it was going that way and it was important. And the board, you know, approved uh, me appointing a task force. And then in March of 2020, still before everything, you know, was coming to a to a, uh, you know, volcano <laughs> of 2020, <laughs> 
we approved a committee that now NILA has a diversity, equity, inclusion committee. And we have, and we ha- we're doing, you know, we did a statement. We're having, um, we're doing heritage months. You know, we're getting things out on social media. And also just being aware of, you know, the committee appointments and volunteers and different. We don't, we don't all need to be the same. And we don't all want to be the same. If you have a board or you have a committee that is all the same, all the same backgrounds, all the same, you know, social, I mean, everything, it's it's not going to be good. And it's not going to put Nyla ahead of the curve and get us where we want to be in the future. And I know Carl's been following it. And I've had so many positive comments about, you know, Nyla forming that. And I was just super excited that we did it kind of ahead of the curves, so to speak. And um, I know, Carl, you probably attended, we had a free diversity, equity, inclusion uh, webinar, and we offered that to all our members, because I'm sure Carl will agree. It's like, didn't you feel like we just, that's the first thing in all this is education. I mean, you've got to educate people about it. I mean, just like Brian's sharing information today, he's going to share more. If you sign up for conference and you hear his sessions, I mean, sometimes people just don't even get it. They don't even understand. They don't mean to to be behaving or saying a certain thing. You, You need you need to be educated sometimes. You just don't realize. Yeah, absolutely. I 110 percent agree with you on that, that it's vitally important to be educated as often as you can, because it's important to an association, to an organization to ensure its vitality and years to come, its life. Exactly. So I know we could keep talking about employment law all day (laughs) and all the trends and the hot issues and but. Jill, we can't give everything no. away. This is not free. No, that's These, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is telling you you better get signed up today because Brian, um, like I said, he's he, you can already tell he's got great information and his his topics and his sessions will definitely not disappoint. Yeah, and so if you haven't registered, if you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> get on Nala.org. <laughs> Right. And register for the conference. Get out there and do it. And I know we're running out of time. And Brian, we really do truly thank you for taking the time out today to, you know, let us pick your brain on a couple of topics here. If the listeners wanted to reach out to you, how could they get a hold of you? What's the best way to do that? Well, email is the easiest way, brian.more at dinsmore.com. Thanks again, Brian. Really, truly, greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much, Brian. Awesome. So we've come to the end of the show, and before we really formally end it, we would truly like to thank our sponsors. First, NALA. NALA is a professional association for paralegals providing continuing education, voluntary certification, and professional development programs. NALA has been a sponsor of the Paralegal Voice since our very first show, and courtfiling.net, e-file court documents with ease in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas. And to learn more, visit courtfiling.net to take advantage of a free 30-day trial. Can't forget ServeNow. ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted pre-screen process servers, work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, who embrace technology and understand the litigation process. Visit servenow.com to learn more. And of course, finally, Legal Inc. Legal Inc. makes it easy for paralegals to digitally automate tasks like business formations, corporate filings, and registered agent services nationwide. Visit legalinc.com slash podcasts today to create your free account. And that's it. 
that's all the time we have today. If you have questions that you'd like to get to us, definitely feel free to email us. You can email to me, Carl Morrison, at devotedtolaw at gmail.com. That's D-E-V-O-T-E-D, the number two, L-A-W at gmail.com. Or me at jfrancisco at logical.com. And that's L-A-W-G-I-C-A-L.com. And who are you again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Jill Francisco. It's Jill Francisco. This is, I'm sad. I'm really sad. This is fun. This is like this one is of great. our first together shows and, and I'm sure first of many. And I was going to say, this is not the first and only. There's There will be more coming down and the listeners are probably going, oh Lord, help us all. <laughs> double the fun, double the trouble. Probably. That's right. But that's anyway. right. <laughs> Stay tuned for more information and upcoming podcasts for exciting paralegal trends, news, and engaging and fun interviews with leading paralegals and other leading legal professionals. Thank you for listening to The Paralegal Voice, produced by the podcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. If you like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Find Legal Talk Network at Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or download Legal Talk Network's free app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.